What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Siddiqui. Let me know, did you make the playoffs? Did you make the playoffs? I hope you made the playoffs. It's crunch time. Listen, if you made the playoffs, congratulations. We're not done yet. We're trying to win a fantasy championship here. If you think your team sucks and you snuck in, that's okay. It's one game at a time at this point, right? You made the playoffs as a wild card, right, in the NFL. You never know. The Giants have won a Super Bowl as a wild card. You could do it too, <laughs> right? So uh, so congratulations to those who made the playoffs. If you didn't make the playoffs and you're still listening to this podcast, God bless you, you know? <laughs> I appreciate you. And uh, if you didn't make the playoffs, listen, listen, you know, uh, it happens, right? Sometimes you, you score a lot of points. You don't make the playoffs. You know, luck is definitely involved here. It's, it's definitely mostly, you know, you, you, you're taking care of your team over luck when it comes to fantasy. Uh, but there's definitely luck involved for sure. You know, whether, you know, you got a bunch of teams who went off against you this year. Uh, you had a bunch of injuries, you know, or matchups didn't just go, didn't go your way or, or your team just sucks, you know, whatever. But. But if you didn't make the playoffs, listen, you know, I would recommend continuing to pay attention to football, continue to pay attention to the NFL, continue to pay attention to to player usages and things like that, because it's going to give you, I hate to use the word upper hand, I don't know if I hate it, because uh, this is the upper hand fantasy podcast, but it's going to give you the upper hand to, you know, identify some sleepers next year, identify some fantasy relevant players, identify some breakouts. Right, identify some some league winners potentially. It always happens every year. You know, a lot of these guys kind of pop off or you know make their way into the the fantasy realm later in the season, especially towards the end when a lot when a lot of people aren't paying attention. Okay, so so give yourself the upper hand for next year. All right, uh, but if you didn't make the playoffs and you're still listening to this, appreciate you. All right, let's get to it. Let's talk about the waiver wire pickups this week. Um, week 15 is here. We're almost there uh, to the fantasy championship. All right. So there's a couple of running backs you could pick up. Now, first, check to see if Deontay Foreman is rostered in your league. He's only 60% rostered in Yahoo. Um, he was the clear 1A in the Titans' backfield before he got banged up. He got all the carries and the touchdown in their first drive. Uh, it doesn't seem like he'll be missing any time. I think it was like an arm injury, but he said he's good. I, I think he will be good as well. Uh, this turned into a three-man backfield. But, in you know, in that first quarter, it was really just Deontay Foreman. And uh, and Hilliard uh, as the main guys, and then McKissick kind of got, got some work later on when Foreman uh, wasn't playing. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, check if he's rostered. Fifty six percent rostered on Yahoo. Um, you know, Damian Harris has a hamstring injury, and there is some doubt that you know whether he can suit up on Saturday against the Colts. So Stevenson, even though it's a tough matchup, Stevenson would be a high end RB two for that matchup if, if Harris can't go. Rashad Penny, uh, we've only been waiting four years. But never late than ever, right? <laughs> um, he, he had seven, 16 carries for 137 yards and two touchdowns, 57% of snaps. Uh, he ran a route on 47% of Russell Wilson's dropbacks, uh, which is pretty solid. Uh, Alice Collins was taking off the injury report coming into the game. So, you know, Penny did play ahead of him. That's a good sign for him. You know, so uh, Peterson, you know, 1.45 yards per carry in that first game. Uh, there's no reason to, to play Peterson, honestly, at this point. So if Penny can stay healthy, he could potentially give, potentially give you low-end RB2 numbers the rest of the way. Uh, Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly could fill in for Austin Eckler if he can't play because of his ankle injury. 
I know his, co- his head coach is saying he's fine, but listen, it's possible that he still misses on Thursday night. Um, there, there's no slam dunk pickup between the two. Both Jackson and Kelly were pretty involved this past week, uh, but if I had to choose one, it would be Jackson. He was involved earlier in the game with Eckler, uh, and he is the better pass catcher on a pass-heavy offense, so uh, he would be a flex play if Eckler misses on Thursday. Amir Abdullah outsnapped Chuba Hubbard in Week 14. He ran 23 routes to Chuba's eight. Uh, tough matchups on the ground over the next three, uh, and you combine that with definitely definite negative game scripts. Um, so Abdullah will be the one on the field, and he'll be the one catching passes out of the backfield. So he'll be a, a PPR flex play for now. Just in case Miles Sanders can't go, he did aggravate his ankle injury before the bye week. Uh, you got to pay attention to Jordan Howard and Boston Scott. Uh, I would grab Howard first, then Scott. I'm, I'm assuming that Howard himself is good to go after he didn't play uh, before the bye. But just remember, this is a running back-centric offense right now, run-first offense. So there will be value here for the starter uh, and, and potentially the 1B as well. So just remember the, the depth chart in order in terms of like who's going to get the, the attempts. It's Sanders, then Howard, then Scott, then Gainwell. So you know, just pick up accordingly throughout the week. So David Johnson's on the COVID list. It's possible that he misses another game. Rex Burkhead's on the injury report with a hip issue. He's day-to-day. So Royce Freeman could potentially be the 1A for Davis Mills, who gave his running backs a 25% target share in Week 14. So he's a potential PPR flex if you're in need. Craig Craig Reynolds uh, on the Lions, he was their primary running back. Uh, If Jamal Williams isn't back for this week, if DeAndre Swift isn't back for this week, uh, he would be the early down back for the Lions. He looked good with his opportunities. He ran some routes as well. There's some upside for targets. Uh, Gawain Iguibuke continued to be the passing down back. He did lose a fumble in this game. Um, so, you know, you know, he's a pickup just in case, like, he ends up being, like, you know, clo- they start trusting him more on third downs just in case DeAndre Swift is, in fact, shut down for the year. Hopefully it doesn't happen for those of you who have Swift in the playoffs. Uh, pay attention to Duke Johnson and Malcolm Brown. Um, all of Miami's running backs have COVID. There is a chance that none of them suit up this week. Johnson is next up. Um, you know, assuming that Malcolm Brown isn't back this week, but if Brown is back this week, he is back in practice. He will likely be the lead back if these other guys miss and he'll potentially be a three down back for them. Um, I want to mention some, some running back stashes for the stretch run. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, I mentioned him already. Um, you know, if Harris were to ever get hurt again or continues to stay hurt with that hamstring injury, Ramondre Stevenson would be like a high-end RB2 for the rest of the rest of the year. Um, Alexander Madison, Sonny Michelle, Samaje Pirine, Darrell Williams on the Chiefs, Khalil Herbert on the Bears, De'Ernest Johnson with with uh, with Kareem Hunt banged up. He, he's he's now the handcuff to Nick Chubb. Uh, Ronald Jones would get all the early down work on a great offense if Leonard Fournette were to get hurt. Devontae Booker would be a three-down back if Saquon were to get hurt, and J.D. McKissick uh, would get a, a bump in, in work if um, Antonio Gibson were to miss some time. Devontae Parker starting these wide receivers. Uh, he's back. He's had some good fantasy performances when he's played this year. If he can stay healthy, his fantasy playoff schedule uh, is great. Jets, Saints, Titans from weeks 15 to 17. So potential wide receiver three moving forward. Uh, K.J. Osborne came through on nine targets without Adam Thielen this past week, and, and we might not see Thielen this week or next week because of that high ankle sprint. So low end, he's a low-end wide receiver three moving forward. 
Gabriel Davis. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders has already been basically been ruled out next week with a knee sprain. So them ruling him out this early is a good sign for, for Davis's opportunity. He already stepped up as soon as Sanders left the game this past week. He can be a wide receiver three for as long as Sanders is out. And this is a pass-heavy offense. Uh, Rashad Bateman should be picked up. Sammy Watkins does have an injury. We saw Bateman's routes move way up because of it. He came through with his breakout game. Seven catches on eight targets for 103 yards. If Watkins is banged up moving forward, Bateman can be an every week wide receiver three. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's target share hasn't been dependable, but he's one of those players who's involved every week. He can get it done for you more often than not. Uh, he's had a few wide receiver one weeks this year as well. He can raise the ceiling of your team. You know, if you have a few uninspiring, you know, every week floor plays on your roster, if you kind of snuck into the playoffs, and you're like, dude, I need some upside to take take out some of these really good teams uh, in the playoffs. Uh, he's someone that, that, that could potentially do that for you. Uh, and, and yeah, if you're looking at his game log, you know, throw away last Monday night's game, you know, with that bad weather. Josh Palmer took over Keenan Allen's role as a primary slot wide receiver in 11 personnel. He was rewarded with seven targets. Uh, He also ran the most routes of any Chargers wide receiver last week. He'll be a plug-and-play flex uh, if Allen misses against the Chiefs again. The slot is the Chiefs' vulnerability in their secondary. Amara St. Brown uh, had a good matchup last week. He did his thing with another 12-target game. He doesn't have as good of a matchup this week against Arizona. But double-digit targets in two straight games is hard to ignore. If Hawkinson is back next week, he becomes a slightly more risky start. Uh, Laquan Treadwell has scored 10-plus PPR fantasy points in three straight games. Um, He does have a good matchup on the right perimeter against Houston this week, so he'll be a deep flex option. Nico Collins, uh, you know, his route participation jumped up this week to above 80%, which is the, you know, the best of his season. Uh, He also saw 10 targets from Davis Mills in in his first start back. Um, So Collins is a deep add this week, and he's a deep start against a bad Jacksonville secondary. Moving on to tight ends, Austin Hooper. Uh, If David Njoku and Harrison Bryant miss another game, fire Hooper up for another good matchup against the Raiders. He got it done this past week, and he ran a route on 80% of Baker's dropbacks. Um, Tyler Conklin, he couldn't come through in a good matchup last week, and he has another tough one this week against Chicago. Uh, He did run a route on 85% of dropbacks, so there is some potential opportunity to be had here uh, if the pass funnel just widens just a bit um, to include him in there. Uh, without feeling, I would monitor if you're really in need for a tight end and, and there's nothing on the wire. Uh, I would monitor the Chargers tight end situation this week. Both Jared Cook and Donald Parham uh, were on the injury report on Monday. So if one doesn't play, we can see some extra opportunity for the other. Uh, if Parham doesn't go, Jared Cook would be a much better play if it was the other way around. Good matchup against the Chiefs. QB pickups, uh, Taysom Hill. It's a tough matchup on paper, you know, for a rushing quarterback, but Josh Allen just went over 100 yards rushing against them last week. Uh, Hill can put up another uh, QB1 performance, you know, the way he's been running. A little bit of a boom-bust option this week, a little bit less safe uh, because uh, uh, because of him going up against the Bucks and that tough run D. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, good matchup against the Jets. Nothing really else to say there. Justin Fields, he put up a solid fantasy game in his, in his first uh, game back from injury and he has another good matchup against minnesota on deck on monday night ben roethlisberger great fantasy performances in three of his last four another good matchup against tennessee this week Uh, a few defensive streams miami at home against the jets cleveland at home against vegas and philly at home against washington and that's it 
That's all we got this week. Good luck. I hope you guys get whoever you want. Good luck this week. I'll see you guys on Thursday uh, with part one of the week 15 matchup preview podcast. I'll see you guys soon. Take it easy. See ya.